This is HPR episode 2019 entitled, A Pi Project and a Known Cloud Project. It is hosted by Matt McGraw, G33K Dad, and is about 17 minutes long. The summary is, a short episode where I describe a couple of geeky projects I've been working on. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hacker Public Radio. My name is Matt McGraw. I am the stay-at-home geek dad in Northern California, and I am recording an episode for you this evening. I just listened to Ken Fallon's show where he was talking about the fact that the numbers of shows in the queue has dwindled to close to zero, and so because I love HPR and I want HPR to continue, I decided I would record a show. So this is a show that I'm talking to you about a couple of projects, uh, little tech projects that I've been working on um, at my house and in my life, and um, so I want to tell you a little bit about those. As always, links will be in the show notes, and uh, along with a copy of my outline, so I hope you'll uh, find some use from what I'm about to tell you, and if it's new information, that's great, and if it's not, that's great too, and if you have any comments, please feel free to leave them. Uh, on the episode page, or to contact me um, directly by email. I'll be giving my email address at the end of the show, and it will also be in the show notes. So, the first project um, involves a Raspberry Pi. I got a Raspberry Pi uh, 2 for Christmas. Well, I technically got an Amazon gift card and um, used that to buy a Raspberry Pi and a case for Christmas. And... Um, I've tried a couple things. I installed OwnCloud on it. I'm a big fan of OwnCloud. I'm probably going to be doing an OwnCloud episode in a little bit um, once I have a little bit more uh, information fleshed out about what exactly I want to talk about. But um, also the second project that I'm going to talk about in this show um, involves OwnCloud. So hopefully that will be um, something you can enjoy as well. Um, so anyway, I got my Raspberry Pi for Christmas. And... Um, uh, I installed, like I said, I, I tried OwnCloud on it. I tried the Ubuntu Mate desktop, which um, actually runs very, very well on the Raspberry Pi. And if I needed a desktop, um, that would be a great one to use because it, um, it's snappy and just does everything it's supposed to do. One thing I do really love, um, however, aside from technology, is music. And I know there are quite a few uh, music lovers of varying stripes on the show. And... Um, or that have, have hosted shows for HPR. So um, you all can understand how um, important it is to be able to get to your music and listen to what you want, when you want. And to that end, um, I have an Amazon Echo, which I 
love and as long as i'm you know wanting to play pandora or um some some tune in stations i can do through that and iHeartRadio and of course Amazon uh Prime streaming music but um i have quite a bit of a collection of my own um music that i have uh converted from CDs to FLAC and uh i have a little NAS device uh it's a Western Digital MyCloud 2 terabyte that sits on my home network and i have a lot of my audio files there and um and i also really enjoy some web radios like uh the the channels from Soma FM um a couple of my favorites are of course Groove Salad and um Beat Blunder and Space Station Soma and uh some of the more down tempo um chill and ambient stations um i really enjoy listening to when i go to sleep or when i'm trying to work on something and i need background noise but I don't do so well if my background noise has words. So that's why these things are are really good options for me. Um so I've I've looked at Sonos and many of the other um digital radio streaming household music player devices. And they're all really cool and they're all quite expensive and um I figured there has to be a better way. And it's funny because both of the projects I'm going to talk about tonight or on this show, I mean, um, tonight where I am <laughs> on the West coast of the United States. Um, the, the second project I'm gonna talk about is also a, there's a proprietary project that can do this, but I wanted to do it myself for cheaper kind of project. So anyway, back to the raspberry Pi and music. I knew that you could set up the Pi to stream music to it. And, um, and then play it through speakers. So um, I looked into a couple different ways of doing that. And I could have set up, um, you know, a regular desktop with an audio player and then used VNC or or whatever. I could have um, set up uh, an MPD instance um, and done it that way. But I knew that there were, or I, I assumed that there were um, some ready-made distros for the Pi that would do this. So the first one I looked at was called it's called Pi Music Box, and um, our good friend Nightwise in Belgium uh, had recommended Pi Music Box, and um, it's good. Um, it worked. It did what I wanted it to do, um, but the interface was a little clunky, and um, I was really going to be using it um, mostly from my from my phone, and I didn't think that the phone interface for um, Pi Music Box was the best one. So I came across another distro um, called rune audio r-u-n-e-a-u-d-i-o and uh, again as i said the link will be in the show notes but it's an arch based um pi distro and it's available for all three models um base models all three base models of the raspberry pi both the one two and three and um and basically it is a very pared down um instance of arch linux and um, a pre-installed and configured MPD server. And um, then it has its own client that you can run on Android. I'm not sure if they have an iOS app right now, but um, the Android app works great on both phone and tablet. And also they have a um, web interface. It's all basically the same interface, just scales for whatever size screen you're you're working with. So... Um, yeah, and I'm familiar with MPD. I've used it in the past. 
Um, I actually got really geeky with my music one time and installed MPD on my laptop and then used a client to play my music um, instead of just, you know, using one of the bloated players like Rhythmbox or or um, or Banshee or Amarok or one of those. So the tech uh, in Rune Audio is just, it's really cool and it's really well developed. And um, basically the steps are simple. You flash the image to the SD card and um, you boot it. You boot the Pi. Generally speaking, you have to it's it, you have to boot the um, with a network cable um, connected because it doesn't at least on the Pi two doesn't recognize the um, Wi-Fi dongle that I use, and um, there's no way for it to connect to my um, password protected, you know, WPA protected Wi-Fi network at home anyway because there'd be no way to give it the keys, but. So you boot it up with a network card attached, and uh, our network cables, excuse me, attached, and um, and after it finishes booting, which actually can take a little bit because it's setting up a whole bunch of things, and the first boot always takes the longest, but um, you can just connect to uh, to uh, HTTP colon slash slash Rune Audio slash um, on your local network or Rune Audio dot local, depending on how you have your um, home network set up. And, um, it's really, it's really simple. Um, there's basically three, three sections to the interface. There's, um, the library, there's the now playing and there's the queue. Um, and then of course there's a settings, um, panel where you can tell it what the Wi-Fi network is and give your Wi-Fi passphrase and any number of, of little options like that. Um, so for my use case, I, used um the facility that that rune audio has in order to mount um a samba share from the nas box on my network and i pointed it at the music directory and i hit index and it pulled all the songs and i pulled all the tags and most of my songs i have the uh the cover art embedded in the mp3 but some of them i just have like a cover.jpg in the folder and regardless it finds those um, pieces of cover art um, in the file system and displays them on the on the client, whether it's, uh, or I'm sorry, the control interface, whether it's the tablet or my smartphone or my laptop. And uh, you can create playlists and you can um, queue up files and um, it works really well. And then in terms of web radios, um, it it really wants a direct server link. So sometimes like if your local radio station, like my local NPR station here in California is capital public radio and they provide uh, an M three U playlist. Um, some web radios offer a dot PLS playlist and basically rune audio can't decipher those as they um, come but you can open each of them up with a text editor and there's always a uh, HTTP address in there that ends in .ogg or .mp3 or whatever format, uh, .aac, whatever format the stream is playing. And um, you use that URL and uh, paste it in. And I've added five or six web radios to Rune Audio, um, a couple different stations uh, from... 
Selma FM and also a couple of different streams from Capital Public Radio here um, out of Sacramento. So um, it works really well, and I have it plugged into a old dual CD plus iPod dock bookshelf stereo system, and um, and it, it sounds great. Now, there is one caveat, and that is that the analog audio out from the Raspberry Pi 2 is not very good quality. Um, I, I tried plugging headphones in it. I tried plugging just a regular 8-inch um, stereo cable into a set of speakers and it it didn't sound good at all coming out of the pie so i ordered an eight dollar usb sound card um it's basically just a usb dongle with an eighth inch uh, stereo headphone jack and an eighth inch stereo microphone jack and i connected from the headphone jack to my bookshelf stereo system and it works like a dream and it sounds great and I can log into the Pi via the, like I said, the web interface or the um, Android app and uh, and queue up some music and just let it play in my family room while I'm getting the kids ready for school or doing dishes or, or whatever it is. So um, anyway, that's the, uh, that's the first project that I've been working on. And uh, I'll be right back to tell you about the second one. Go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, so the second project um, that I wanted to tell you about um, relies on my own cloud server and an Android app called PickFrame. That's P-I-C-F-R-A-M-E, all one word. And I will uh, put links to the Android app and also to the webpage about PickFrame um, in the show notes. But the basic idea is that you can turn any old Android device into a digital photo frame. And um, it can read photos off of the local SD card that's in whatever device or the local memory of the device that you're running it on. But the really neat part is that you can point it at an own cloud instance and it will pull photos from the own cloud instance and display those on whatever device you're using as a digital photo frame. This works out really well for um, me because I have um, I have older parents that are here and uh, live very close to me, but they don't always get to go on trips with the kids that uh, we take them on or or they may not be available to go to the zoo when we go to the zoo or to the beach or wherever. And so what I'm able to do is um, take pictures with my cell phone while I'm out and about, and I can be essentially anywhere in the world taking pictures with my cell phone, and then I can then upload them to a special account I have set up on my own cloud server that all it contains is pictures. And the photo frame that's actually a 6-inch Fire HD tablet, um, Amazon Fire HD 6 tablet, that uh, one of my kids got a new version of a slightly bigger screen so we had the the six inch left over and uh, I just took that over to my mom and dad's I loaded up the app and um, I pointed it at the own cloud server and it's it's really cool because I can just upload a photo and the um, refresh window on the app can be set and I believe the lowest setting is an hour 
So once an hour, it'll pull the server for new photos. And if there are any new photos, it just adds them to the slideshow. So it's really cool. I can be out with my kids and take a picture with my phone and upload it to my own cloud server. And I know that within an hour, there's going to be a brand new photo um, on my on my mom and dad's photo frame. So that's just, uh, that's again, these are not, not difficult projects or anything that um, have taken a whole lot of technical know-how on my end, um, especially. But um, they were projects that I had been trying to find proprietary solutions for and found it so much better to be able to roll my own. I know that, uh, I think it was Polaroid or Kodak had a wi- Wi-Fi enabled photo frame a few years back. Um, that would pull photos out of your Facebook stream or from an email address. And that that's how they would, would get the pictures for their frame. But it was 80 or 90 bucks. And, um, you know, I already have my own cloud server. And I had this tablet lying around. And the, Amazon, or the uh, Android app is free. So it just seemed like the right way to go. And so anyway, those are the two projects that I've been working on. And uh, things that I'm kind of proud of, the way I've been able to introduce a little bit of the geek, a little bit of the hacker ethos um, into my life and uh, into the lives of my family. And uh, I hope that all of you can get out there and do the same thing. Um, Please check the show notes if you want to find out about Rune Audio or about PickFrame. I'm more than happy to field questions either um, from the comment form on the episode page, or uh, if you'd like to email me directly, my email address is Matty, M-A-T-T-Y, at thestrangeland.net. And again, that'll be in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. And um, thanks for listening. Hey, get out there, hit the big red record button, record a show for HBR. We need shows. We need shows. We need shows. Get out there and record a show for HPR. Ken will thank you. I will thank you. The myriad uh, listeners of HPR will thank you so that we don't have to shutter this project. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.